Okay, party people in the house. Mary, attention, please. In a moment, the beat will be played in many parts. Very Can I just briefly cut me off in 30 seconds? Because I don't want to get too worked <laughs> no, up. No, it it is painful, painful for me watching Luka Doncic. Obviously talented. If he lost 40 pounds, he'd be an MVP candidate. He, A, he two categories he leads the league in. Remember he's supposed to be MVP this year? People uh, stopped talking about too, that. by the way. I'm going to tell you afterwards. <laughs> two categories he leads the league in. <laughs> Whining to the refs, of course. He's by far the leader. Number two, travels. I've never seen anyone get away with travels the way that guy does. And it's yeah. like crazy Euro step, I don't know, smoke and mirrors crap. He gets the refs to fall for, but you could slow it down. He takes four steps sometimes. I mean, <laughs> it works for him, so I guess keep doing it until they Is crack down on it. But this? <laughs> just drives me nuts, and, and he gets every free throw. and So obviously talented, but I just can't stand watching him complain to the refs. And he's smiling after he makes threes mm-hmm. and showboating and... Ugh, can't they'll stand get, it. They'll get him one of these days. What were you going to say about Doncic? No, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Complaining. He leads the league in complaints to, to the <laughs> referee. Oh my God. Every time. <laughs> Listen, well, he's not worse. I mean, and LeBron is. I we all know LeBron's yeah. on the a fading in his career, but he would have led the league in travels, non-called travels. You got to go on YouTube, Matt. There's the greatest thing I've ever seen when when um, and, and for the audience too, of course, is just go YouTube. Uh, Le- LeBron traveling against Utah, uh. and it's and it's this great. It's just, it's not what we're talking about because Matt's point is a good one about Luca and and frankly LeBron does this too. But these sort of like James fake Harden. soft steps, extra yeah. steps that never get called. Uh. But there's this one play in Utah where LeBron is literally walking, <laughs> literally walking up the court <laughs> <Yeah>. and, and <laughs> not dribbling. <laughs> yeah, I remember <laughs> you see that. A couple yeah, of yeah. guys in the yeah, stands yeah. saying, "What the hell? What yeah. are you doing? It's tra- he's traveling, you idiot! It's right yeah, there yeah, in front yeah. of you." Yeah, I think. Uh, so, Russ did that as well. He just started walking up the court without drill. Yeah, yeah. The, but they yeah. called him at least. That's right, exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah. Doncic painful to watch. And then the Raptors played amazing again, and they, they just are taking all these tough teams to the wall. Mm-hmm. The Mavs have some, won nine out of ten or something crazy like that. So I don't know what their appetite for Dragic is going to be now, given that they're rolling the way they are. But it, we've talked about uh, the trade deadline, John. It's getting more and more interesting. I mean, the Ben Simmons thing. There seems to be some, mm-hmm. an acceleration of some of the dis- discussions there. Damon Lillard seems to be in play. John Wall, he's on uh, YouTube posting videos of himself working out with his uh, tattoos. And he, uh, you know, he's sitting there. And I mean, sure, he's got a crazy contract, but so does Ben Simmons. And uh, Sabonis is supposed to be moved. Miles Turner is supposed to be moved. James Harden is uh, in play after this year. And uh, so there's a lot of big pieces. And I I think some of this stuff is going to start coming to fruition over the next week Mm -hmm. or two. I heard uh, Daryl Morey talking about conceptually just about, yeah, people when we have trade discussions, they say, oh, are you really going to burn your whole season with the team that you have and not trade Ben Simmons? You've got the asset there. You're really just going to throw away this year. And then the answer that he uh, explained, which makes sense, it's all kind of awful, but he said, well, the alternative is that I burn uh, this season and future seasons by making a bad trade now and giving away a stronger asset for lesser assets and we don't improve and we've just given away something for nothing. So I, you got to think about the future and what's the alternative to burning this season? Well, burning more seasons. So 
It's uh, an argument anyway. I'm not sure how much uh, weight it holds, but uh, it should be interesting to see how things turn there. Uh, the emergence of Pascal is sort of taking a little pressure off some of the uh, discussion, the trade talk with them. Apparently, there was some discussion between the Pacers and the uh, Raptors uh, initiated by the Pacers around uh, OG for Miles Turner, which we would never do in a million years. Uh, that's silly. What would be the value of that from the Raptors standpoint? Uh, how about the Pacers dropping the Warriors with the Pacers with no Sabonis, no Miles Turner, no Karos Levert, no Malcolm Brogdon, TJ Warren, whoever else, uh, McConaughey. Their whole starting five basically was gone, and they beat the Warriors last night with Steph in the lineup. Granted, they were missing uh, Dre and uh, Iguodala, but you know Steph dropped 39, eight, uh, eight assists, um, but just a huge win on the road for the Pacers. Pretty impressive, and... Uh, how do you explain that one? Joe? They only play, and, and they they only had nine players. They only, like they, they went to overtime on this game too, Matt. Like, like who would have thought? <laughs> uh, let's see who was who was key. Duarte was key. He's yeah. having a really nice season. His, Canadian. His, his box score metrics are very good, very strong for last night. Um, Steph was really good. You might have heard of him, Matt. He's mm. pretty good. Uh, Wiggins wasn't great, and Clay wasn't great last night. Yeah, you know, still working his way back. In. I think so. Right. I think so. Dre's I, a huge piece, and people mm-hmm. underestimate his value. I think because he doesn't put up big scoring points numbers, but uh, Draymond really makes that team go and multiple time All Star, and I think he's near the top of the All Star voting somehow this year. But uh, you see how the team <laughs> fares without him. Not so good. Yeah. So he does bring value to that team. Like, look at the. You really brought up a really good point. Like, do you know who were the key? Some of the other key players for the Pacers last night, Goga. Mm-hmm. Bidza, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I don't, Bidza, I don't know how to say that, Go, Goga. He played 31. Kiefer Sykes. Yeah. Do you know who Kiefer Sykes is, no, Matt? not really. I no. actually don't either. We know every player. You and I collectively know every player in the NBA, but we don't know who Kiefer Sykes is. He <laughs> he had 31 minutes for the Pacers last night. Yeah, good for him. Let me just see here. He's played he's played only 11 games. So, you know, I mean, I don't know about that Warriors team. It's just uh, maybe they're letting Clay work through his problems while uh, – while he's uh, while he's playing, I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. And the other, the only other note I had on this game is uh, nice to see uh, another crazy highlight film uh, dunk from uh, the Minton, Gary Payton the second. Uh, just an absolute poster. Uh, and uh, so yeah, it's good for him. Too bad for the Raptors. Nine oh five, we had him here and uh, let oh. him go for nothing, and uh, now he's crushing it on the highlight film. But keep going. So I just saw a note, John, that Boogie, he's back. You're Demarcus, kidding me. DeMarcus Cousins joining the Nuggets on a 10-day. Nice. And uh, they've obviously been crushed by injury woes. Looked for an update the other day on Jamal Murray's status. Didn't see anything. I don't think Boy. he's coming back anytime soon. It's disappointing. And uh, Michael Porter Jr. with his back might be out again for the full season. So should be interesting to see how uh, Boogie did. He was cut by the, uh, was it the Bucks? Uh he was with most recently, I think. Performed what? fairly well and uh, wasn't able to stick around. But uh, yeah, those props can make the game even that much more fun to watch. And we've talked about as the key tenets of the show, we have sort of the educational piece and we want to increase people like me who are beginners and haven't done a lot of betting or sports betting in the past. We want to help people get more comfortable with the process that they use to place their wager around each game. You're not just, just uh, taking a blind shot in the dark. But the other piece of it is we want to illustrate or demonstrate to people how some of this betting or even these props, even just for a small amount of money, can really enhance your experience as a fan sitting in your armchair, uh, in my case with beer and a bag of chips, watching a game. (laughs) It can make things far more interesting if you have these little wagers on the game and you can keep an eye on more than just who's on a run currently and who's up by 10 or who's down by 10. And there's other things to look at, right, John? It makes it a lot more fun. Oh no, no question. That was that's been a theme for us for the last several months. And uh, you are not taking your eyes off of Fred Van Vliet <laughs> if you have a prop on that's him. Right. 
going over the total on points and assists or points and rebounds or all three or just one, et cetera, right. et cetera. Raptors are losing by 20 and Freddie hits a jump. And you're like, yeah. No, and, and, and this is an important point. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, like, so you're cheering for your bet when you're, 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 you're having a beer to your, to your specific point. That's the objective in the end. But if you really want to analyze a particular player's game, and you can do this without betting, quite obviously, but if you really want to analyze what Freddie is doing, you can put a bet on him and and cheer for him to score or go over or under his his particular prop. But you know what he's doing on the court at that particular time. So if you want to improve your analysis of what's happening on the court, put a bet on each one of these yeah, guys. Sharpen for the next your analysis. Five yeah, yeah. Put a, like put a bet on any every one of these guys over the next five games. Like you're watching what OG does now. That's not what you're supposed to do when you're betting sports, but it it also brings that 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 pleasure component into it. This 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 understanding of basketball or whatever sport. It's 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 kind of interesting. So like, is Scotty Barnes really a rookie of the year candidate, Matt? Well, you'll find out if if you put money on him. Maybe you've got a you've got a, you've got a uh, you've got a blocks prop that some some books might actually offer. You're watching Scotty on the defensive end of the court. Is he actually blocking? You know, any, any, uh, any, any, making any blocks. You don't know. If you don't know, you can look at the data all you want, but the trained eye will be interesting to see saying, oh my God, if he's, if he's guarding, you know, or somebody like Spencer Dinwiddie, not, not that he would, but you'll know how, uh, how important he is uh, in the, in the defensive scheme of the, of the Raptors. So anyways, going back to the original point, I watched a little bit of the 905 game last night, man. Ah. And you know who played in that game? You might have heard of him. Delano Banton played in that game. <laughs> yeah, I saw some of it, yes. Yes, and he played. I mean, he, he was really good. He They gave him the ball, and he went up and just went in and scored. Now, I get it's the minor leagues. We get it. I'm not insane. But but he is he actually took the ball, acted like he was um, Pascal Siakam. You know, he acted like Luka Doncic out there. He went and just penetrated, and the offense went through him. So I watched the interview after the game with him, and what a great attitude. He says he didn't he didn't complain about being in the, quote, minors, right? He he. This is what this team wants him to do, wants him to develop. This organization wants him to develop. You, you Here, here's an opportunity for you to show who you are. And he said the smartest things and the right things by saying, yeah, you know, I'm down here. I really want to play well. You know, these sort of, you'd think fundamentals by by a young player. And uh, I really liked what I saw from him in the fourth quarter last night of this game, of this this minor league basketball game. And I liked what he said afterwards. I'm really, really, it just, it made me a fan immediately. Another. Another reason why it made me a fan uh, of Delano Banton. Rexdale, right? And his number Absolutely. is uh, the number of the bus that he took to uh, get downtown. It's pretty cool from Rexdale to downtown Toronto. Mm-hmm. You know, you and I raved about him earlier in the year. We love him. He's a second-round pick, and we loved what he brought on the court. Uh, he seems to have lost his stride a little bit with the big club. I did see some of the 905 game last night, and he just looks absolutely incredible out there. Got to remind ourselves that Fred spent time with that team, significant time with that team. He's going to be an all-star, announced as an all-star in a couple of weeks. Pascal spent significant time with that team. He's probably going to be an all-star as well based on the voting results I nice. saw. And, uh, of course, the fan votes only count for half of the the equation in uh, determining who plays in the all-star game. But, uh, you know, that, that program is a big part of Raptors culture and what makes it different and what's uh, led them to the uh, quality of finishes they've had over the past 10 years. Like, mm-hmm. let's face it, they were at the top of the East while DeMar was here perennially every single year. 
playoffs are another story while he was here and LeBron was in the East, so that was one thing. But in terms of one loss record, you stack up the Raptors over the past 10 years in the East relative to anybody, and they're near the top, if not at the top. They might be first. Uh, and there's a reason for that. It's not it's not just luck. I mean, Masai's a huge part of it. Nick Nurse is now a huge part of it. But all of the organization from uh, Wayne Embry on down and Raptors culture and how they develop young players and Nick's focus on shooting fundamentals, even at the NBA level, has turned around careers. Um, and so they're continuing to do so. I heard uh, an interesting discussion on the uh, NBA network, uh, satellite series XM NBA network. They were talking about strong cultures in the NBA and uh, someone was uh, criticizing sort of the heat and pat riley and uh coach spo and and others and uh they're saying like the only cultures i really believe in currently are golden state and the lakers because of what they've achieved in the past 10 years or whatever it is uh and then uh justin termini chimed in and toronto Amazing. So for the entire NBA, those are the teams they identified, and then they talked about the three of them and how they are known for their high-quality, highly productive, highly efficient and successful cultures that they developed around the organization. Organization and the nine, deep, yeah, absolutely. And, exactly, and, and the 905 is a huge part of that, and Delano Benton's positive attitude being there, part of that, and seeing it as a stepping stone to his production is extremely right. positive and nice to hear and uh, great to see a local kid make good. Last piece, John, I'll throw back. The... Um, it's still mystifying to me the shortening of the bench and the rotation with uh, the Raptors and Delano. I know he's getting tons of run at the 905, but like we really need Fred leading the league in minutes. No. We can't get Delano in there for seven minutes or eight minutes. We can't yeah. get Malachi Flynn. Like, is it that much of a disaster if they go in there? And as long as you have the other guys in there, and uh, why that's frustrating to watch at times, isn't it? When you see so much promise in these young players, but hopefully they know what they're doing. We've got to trust them aside, got to trust Nick. No, but Matt. No, but why can't why can't Malachi or Banton or any of the other sort of point guards just play against Raul Neto instead of 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 Dinwiddie? Yes, you know what I mean. Like exactly. Like, like what what Raul it's Neto gonna go is bad. gonna is gonna <laughs> is gonna eat up Malachi Flynn? Like exactly. come on, right? So give Fred a seven minute break, a a twelve two seven minute breaks, and then have him play you know thirty two minutes instead of. 39 minutes whatever he is right. at the top of the thing so like like i mean to me to me it doesn't make sense that these guys these guys can handle the the backups for other teams to, in my estimation fine not beat them but certainly sustain just to make sure freddie is fresh for the end of the game this kind of stuff exactly frankly the end of the season like yeah. fine he's good now but how about how about in uh, in march when they really need to to push on for a playoff spot and freddie's empty so, anyways, yeah, that's a theme you've been on for 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 several weeks now, Matt. So, and I and I agree with that. Having um, having uh, concurring with what you're saying. Is yeah, that. it's 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 the same old story, right? If we take it back to where we started ahead of the season, you just think about the depth of the East, mm -hmm. and you start thinking about who are they really going to be fighting with for these positions, like five, six, seven, eight, nine, Celtics, right? Mm -hmm. You, you want to, you know, like they've got a similar record, Knicks. Similar record, probably going to be active at the trade deadline. Mm -hmm. Julius Randle situation is getting uglier by the day. Got booed off the court last night against mm -hmm. the Pelicans in an ugly loss. Um, who else? The Pacers, right? We just talked about the Pacers mm -hmm. and somehow they're winning a lot of games. They just went on the road and beat the Lakers and Golden State and back-to-back -back games. Mm -hmm. Who would have predicted that? Nobody. A month ago, right? But especially like, with that lineup they're sending out there. Yeah. yeah, the East is where the power balance is. And, you know, you get the Sixers there and, and Charlotte. And, it, that's, and that was our... 
uh, theory at the beginning yep. or a thesis at the beginning of the year. It's, yep. I'm not saying the Raptors are horrible, but like who do they have a better roster mm-hmm. top to bottom? I mean, we love the big three. You know, G looks amazing and uh, great. You can feel good about those three guys as the building blocks of the team going forward, but the depth just isn't there. The bench clearly isn't there. Nick doesn't even have confidence in his own, the depth of the organization. And uh, But you still think they're going to push for that playoff I spot? Do. And, yeah. I do. I do. I think they're. I think that's a team that's happy. I don't think they're going to – I mean, fine, they don't make the playoffs – what post are they going to get? Uh, what what uh, draft spot are they going to get? Like twelve or something like that? You know, they're going to just miss the playoffs. That that to me is not Scotty Barnes' country, right? No, they're not about to get the fourth pick overall again. So let's go, and by that time maybe full crowds, right? With and 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 probably some extra money. You know, in the end, it's it's a little bit about money. So pushing to get a couple of home dates, drawing probably who Matt. Uh, Brooklyn or, or, or you know who else Philly or somebody Chicago, like that yeah. Chicago yeah Yikes. and just and and so I don't know I I just I just I'm 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 still still bullish on this team um at at least in the early early to make the playoffs and and just to see where it goes because the alternative dumping and for the fiftieth time just move on from Dragic for crying out loud and and uh, and and see what they can do. Yeah, that's got to happen. Uh, okay, brother, what else do you want to talk about? Anything, Anything else for today? Happen. We're good? <laughs> Ooh, we, we said plenty here. But, you know, I mean, those are all very interesting things. Bills, like, how can you not get pumped? Raps, how can you not get pumped? You know, Leafs are tomorrow night, and it doesn't look, you know, to your point about Keith uh, ripping the team, I, I don't think that was the right time. You know, it's a long road trip. Soft at the end of a long road trip doesn't make, uh, to say that publicly doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But, um, but, uh, and 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 and, and the, the betting components of all of this and it, it makes uh, makes it all come together really nicely. Well said. Okay, brother. Enjoy the conversation. Have a good weekend, everybody. Remember to have fun with your wagering. Uh, that's what that's the whole point. And uh, remember to bet responsibly. And we are out for now. Peace, John. Yeah. No more.